the, the global pandemic despite restrictions. Uh, I'm just, I just want to say on behalf of the listenership that you don't need to do a check in with me right now. Thanks for the gesture. Um, <laughs> let's move on. That wasn't like an are you okay type check. I genuinely, yeah. Uh, anyway, move on. Haven't we said let's keep the are you okays off air? <laughs> It never uh, seems sincere if you're recording no, what no. you're saying. Well, I'm only trying to be sincere because um, I'm really, you know, I'm, I'm excited about this friendship that I have with, with our guest today. You know, every time I meet, I try to further it along. Yeah, I try to, I, I really want us to be closer and closer. And I think this year we've stagnated a little bit. We've met up a couple of times. Um, we now share faith, I think, as some sort of thing that connects us. Uh, actually, he's a guy who I mentioned yesterday in interviews that I, I, was, I was doing a, a thing about news over the last 10 years and um, and how news media has changed. And I actually said, I'm not even lying, there'll be proof of it in about a month, that I get my news from Charlie Pickering on the weekly because you watch his show, you know what's going on, and you get an opinion that you can copy and, 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 and tell your friends <laughs> and sound kind of smart. Most importantly. Yeah. And, and to be honest, I didn't care about the news until Charlie. I didn't even know, know what it was. I have since subscribed to a, since I'm holding up a real-life newspaper wrapped in the glad wrap thing. I've, I've actually started getting a newspaper delivered to my house. I feel like a grown-up and especially so because we've got Charlie on. Welcome, Charlie, to the show. Thanks for oh, coming on. Thank you. Um, uh, there's so much to respond to there. I, I feel like I can't get a clean start. But first off, I would like to take credit for saving the print news industry. That's great. <laughs> no, if I've done that, I think you're the only person in the state that bought a print newspaper today and I'm responsible. That's great. Well, there's a 50% off deal going on right now and oh. um, I'm a bargain hunter. <laughs> So between between the two of us, if we both did it, we would have bought one newspaper. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, um, there also, uh, I, there's a few things I want to respond to. First off, it's the first time I've ever heard anyone give a, an explanation of their mm. friendship strategy with me. <laughs> I in a like, public context, just going out like I, I, I've been working on this relationship. I've yeah, been developing I, it. It's stagnated. Also, <laughs> that's the other thing to 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 feel like oh, it's stagnated. It's like, what yeah, there's feel? been a pandemic, mate. <laughs> yeah, like, no, no, everything I'm, is stagnated. We're all uh, in our little rooms, stagnating right now. Look you at you what? all. I feel like I'm stagnating <laughs> completely. This is, this is proof of the stagnation. Like you are, you're, you're going to blame. I'm not blaming you. The pandemic, it's just what it is. And I feel like if we had progressed friendship-wise this year, we, we wouldn't be arguing. We just know. We just know that it's that it's real. But um, but I do have intentions. As soon as all this is over, restrictions are over. Uh, I'd like to catch up with you again and and get back on course. Well, I uh, feel so uncomfortable now. I don't think it's going to happen. No, no, of course. <laughs> what are you, you talking so about? You, you, you've never had a friendship strategy uh, with with me. Um, n- no, I just <laughs> I I consider you a friend, and I just let it happen. But what's just the strategy like, behind that, Charlie? <laughs> no, because. Oh, oh, it sounds, it sounds, it sounds sociopathic fake. to have no. a friendship strategy. I it just sounds like, like okay. um, have you, you, know, you, know, someone... you watch the American office, you know, the American office when mm-hmm. Andy talks about how he's going to work his way up the ladder yeah. and he goes with mimicry, repetition, yeah. furious agreement. And it's just like that. That's, that's what that makes me feel like. So have you ever met a guest on the show? I've got a, 
So, sorry, pardon? <laughs> no, I was going to say, you've never, you've never like met someone so <laughs> impressive that you've gone, man, I'm going to try and become this person's friend. And yeah, no, like, I thought we were talking about you. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Hey. Hey guys, Sorry. Can I say, guys, guys um, get along with each other by making fun of each other. It's a sign of friendship. Okay. So what he just mm. did there, it was just exhibiting yeah. just comfort. He was just that was that was fine. The no, strategy's like, on like, track. Like, strategy's on that, track. That it's is, all part of that it. That is true. But what I'll say is, I've always felt very comfortable with you. I feel like we've always got along, and that I haven't needed a strategy. Yeah. Because like, and we've been like, we we bumped into each other in like far flung parts of the world. Mm. And it's been like we it just feels, bumped into feels, each, each other at the milk bar. Like, yeah, it doesn't feel like work. It, it yeah, doesn't no, feel, it's not. No, it's no. not. And it's funny, it, like you talk about a strategy. I've got a, I have a professional strategy with you. Like I, I want to really? work with, I want to work with you more. I want to do more things with you professionally. Do you want to work that's for not, me or do you want to be my boss? Or I mean, I'm, a, I'm not, yeah, I, like I, I said, I said with, I thought that was pretty, I thought that was pretty generous. I am. Um, so, so, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, work implies payment, so definitely not, I'm not. I'm not going to be a slave of yours, but um, no, I'm, I mean, for appearances alone would be terrible. Yeah. Right. Right. Like if you were my slave, I mean, it's just <laughs> not in 2020. I mean, that has not been cool for a very long time, Nazim. Very, very but, uh, long time. 100. Um, you'd at least be able to pay me through this new government grant, um, to, where you can pay apprentices and trainees. Um, <laughs> And I thought, uh, actually, I found out, so I was speaking to my tax account, and he said trainee is a really broad term for basically. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so you can just hire a random kid and call him a trainee. Getting weird. Getting yep. weird already. <laughs> <laughs> Does it have to be a kid? Can you just hire an adult? Can, adult? can be an adult also. <laughs> no, so um. you've, you've hired a small boy. Next. <laughs> <laughs> They they need to like, have. Are you certain- clear to work with children? <laughs> like, have, you, have you been approved? Like, I, I genuinely got it. Work with children's check approved two weeks. He ago. sometimes Naz does this rant about how easy it is to get a working with children's check, and it's a bloody joke, <laughs> and someone's gonna. <laughs> this it's conversation. Like if, if I can get one, anyone can get yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Um, I'm oh. rich in the matrix. But anyway, I thought, thank, that was a, that was my favourite intro to, to an episode. <laughs> so you, I mean, normally you spend half the year in New York, half the year in Melbourne. Yeah, and um, that plan is working out pretty well this year, isn't <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. So what? So your because your wife's family is from there. Yeah, she, her family is is from um, New York, and hmm. and so yeah, we we've, we've spent. Roughly half a year mm. going backwards and forwards, but um, that gets harder and harder when your kids get older and older. You know, like yeah, you, you've been following the U.S. elections closely. What do you yes. What do you think's going to happen? Can you give us predictions or how's it all looking? Yeah, I look. It's funny after 2016, everyone is scared to believe polls. Yeah, and mm. everyone's scared to believe that what you think is going to happen is going to happen. You know, everyone was very comfortable making predictions before, but mm. I am I'm a little different. I I believe that before people were choosing to ignore information that was in the numbers and people were choosing to ignore what was there. They they wanted hey, excuse me. Um so people saw the polls and they wanted to believe a certain outcome and they also I think a lot of people looked at Donald Trump and thought, well I mean come on, surely not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think that I actually think that had an impact. There would have been people that didn't vote because they thought, oh, well, of course he's not going to. And mm. I think that a lot of those people, I think, will vote this time. But I think also if you look at the polling numbers, 
last time around, Hillary Clinton was actually unpopular. It was it was such a race of unpopular candidates last time, mm-hmm. and the main difference between the two of them is Hillary Clinton had a political record to run on, and Donald Trump didn't. So Donald Trump was a concept before. This time it's different for a couple of reasons. One is Biden's really popular. Like his popularity is way above what Clinton had. It's way above what Trump has. Really? People, people yeah. like Joe Biden. They like the guy. Like okay. that's no, like if you hate Joe Biden, it's like you're a it's because you're so Republican you would right, just hate right. anyone who called themselves Democrat. Yeah. So the so there is that. And the other thing is Donald Trump now has a record to run on. He's hey, excuse me. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so Donald Trump now has a record to run on, and it's a bad record. Mm. And so what he was going to run on was, hey, the economy's great. Well, that was before COVID. Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> um, you can look at a liquor land. Liquor land. <laughs> um, Start him young, baby. <laughs> um, so, uh, so I reckon, so basically his record is tanking an economy mm-hmm. and having the worst response to COVID of any country in the world, right? Yeah, but that's, like, but, but, yeah, that's, but that's an objective analysis. How do Americans... Well, off, okay, yeah. do you want me to really drill down on this and tell you something that I only found out in the last couple of days? Okay. So because COVID meant that so much sport got cancelled in America, mm. there were all of these <coughs> baseball statisticians... <coughs> Here we go. Oh, it's not exciting. I understand. So, so anyway, so there were all of these baseball statisticians who were out of work because there was no baseball going on. Right. They all got jobs crunching research numbers about elections, mainly in all of the all of the states that shocked everyone last time when Donald Trump won them: Michigan, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin. Um, and what they what they've found in the data, because these guys are amazing statisticians, mm-hmm. they found that everywhere that the COVID rate went up, it coincided with a drop in Trump's popularity. And it, and it, and it, in each place, because it all happened at different times wow. in different places, that it spread, and everywhere it went up, Trump's popularity went down. And they're heading into another massive spike yeah. at the moment. Yeah. So his popularity would be. Would be going down again. So, so that's, that's so, so that's okay. an interesting bit of information. So all the idea that Trump is miraculous and he mm. he's going to pull it out of the fire, I don't think that's true anymore. And the last thing is, mm. you have a look at his rallies and his things that he's doing right now, and we haven't gotten to the big reason mm. why he won't win. Mm. But you have a look at the rallies he's doing now. He's doing material from the last time he ran. And basically his whole campaign is he's trying to relive the 2016 campaign which was his when he the last time Anti he was establishment yeah and the last time he was popular he's Hillary's emails and lock her up and all of that again and the world's different now America is different now he's yeah. the president now yeah and he's running as though he's not and he he really is coming across like a guy who was really good at sport in high school and still talks about that game he won in year <laughs> one right? like that's the way that he's running yeah and the big big thing is he. He got COVID. Mm. Like he was so, he had so much bravado about COVID. He got COVID and then, uh, so he got COVID 
And there and there is an argument now, and Barack Obama said it today in a speech, but there is an argument. Hang on, buddy. Oh. So the main reason he won't win is his, the biggest thing America cares about is COVID. Mm. He has said, everyone, don't be scared of COVID, and he got COVID. Mm. And Barack Obama said in a speech today, and it will be, I, I, I guarantee Biden will say it at the debate tomorrow night. This is when we're having this conversation. Probably prove that when you, <laughs> you release it. <laughs> but it, he will say, how can he keep you safe from COVID when he couldn't even keep himself safe from COVID? Right. And you almost don't need to say it. It is just so obvious yeah. that okay, he's but, not the yep. guy for this moment. And so, and, and so when you marry that with the fact mm. that in none of the states that he has to win to stay president, he's not winning in them. He's not winning in Pennsylvania, Michigan. Pennsylvania's gone. Michigan's gone. Wisconsin's gone. He pretty much can't win after that. Wow. Before so it, you could, get to, this could, this could be a landslide. Yeah, I, I would think, I think what will surprise people, and this is me out over mm. my skis here and play this back to me when I'm wrong. <laughs> no. But I, quite often the last remaining people that make their mind up, they all break hard one way. It's not often split. Mm. And I reckon they'll break towards Biden. If you're, anyone that's undecided at the moment will break towards Biden, he is safer and Trump has not done anything to show people that he's learned a single thing while mm. he's been president. Right. And, and, I, and I do think if you're still undecided, I think you're taking your vote seriously. Yeah. And I reckon you. I reckon it will go one way and I think it, I do think it will be a landslide. Wow. But it has to be because if it's close, Trump will say it's rigged and he'll refuse yeah. to leave office and he'll, you know, <laughs> he'll try to win it in the Supreme Court. Like it's he he Bloody will hell. not accept losing unless it's thoroughly embarrassed. So you don't think that because he got COVID, by the way, that was a very encouraging um, analysis, and uh, I feel better about the world after hearing that. <laughs> you, you just have to make sure that this is released before the election so I don't look like a complete idiot. <laughs> so the fact that he got COVID and got over it really quickly um, and has said it's nothing, it's just like the flu, does that help him? Does that, is that consistent with him saying, don't worry about the coronavirus, it's just this. I, I, don't, think, I don't think you buy that unless you're already so far in the tank for him. You're already, you've drunk the Kool-Aid, you're in the cold. Mm. Mm-hmm. The fact of the matter is everyone in America, like most of them are struggling to pay for their health care because mm. their health care is linked to having a job and they've mm. all lost their jobs. Right. And everyone's terrified about getting COVID because they don't have health care. And if, even if they do have health care, it's going to send them bankrupt. The, the bill will still send them bankrupt or they can't afford it. Like, And so... He gets COVID and he flies in his helicopter to his own five-room suite at a hospital, gets given experimental drugs that no one else has access to, and then he flies Mm. back in his helicopter and waves to everyone, (laughs) takes off his mask and coughs on all his employees. Does a lap of the the hospital. So everyone in America looks at that and goes, well, yeah, I mean, it's good that they want to keep the president Mm. alive. That's Mm. a priority of the country. But it's clear that I don't have access to what he has access to. Mm. And it's clear that... Oh, yeah, he might not be scared of it because mm. he's got his own team of doctors at Walter Reed Hospital whose job it is to pump him full of experimental shit and keep him alive. So yeah. anyone can see that. And I just think, mm. like, we're so far beyond him being credible on COVID and uh-huh. COVID is the biggest issue in America now. Right. So so if it's close, given that he's just put in a new Republican, sorry, a conservative into the Supreme Court, he could feasibly just hang on for a really long time. Yeah, he can contest the result and gum it up. And there, there are mm. some states that take will take longer to count. Mm. Um, and 
those results might not be known on the night. If it's close in those, you know, it might take a week to count all those votes. And that's when he'll start saying this whole thing's rigged. I don't believe the election. And because he doesn't care. Like he doesn't care about America or democracy or anything. He mm. only cares about himself. So he doesn't care what he burns down to stay in the White House. Simple as oh that. Oh, my God. But, uh, you-, you know, uh, like he is the worst possible person to have that job. Mm-hmm. And he's shown that. And even when he's voted out, the fact that he is who he is will probably mean it. he harms America more on the way out than he did mm. while he's he was even president. So once he's, okay, once he's an ex-president, which he never are, once he's not in office anymore, mm. what do you think he does with his life and massive profile? Well, I think he, I do think he will, um, he'll do, he'll have a network, like he'll have a, you know, a TV, like a Fox News style network. Right, right. But it will be like we just heckle America. Rent. You know, there's like Fox News. There's another thing. It's like the OAN oh, network. Oh, yeah, Amer- yeah. There's Oprah's, o- Oprah's o- got a channel. Yeah, yeah. But there's but there's this other one that makes Fox News look sane. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> it's like North Korean state TV. And and he will do something mawful on than that. And it'll be like Eric Trump hosts the breakfast show. Don <laughs> Jr. does the evening show, and Trump just sits there talking shit all night. <laughs> Well, Charlie, thanks so much for coming on. Um, hey, no worries. Absolute pleasure, guys. We'll play this back to you if you're right or wrong. <laughs> yeah, great. <laughs> I'll come back and I will defend what I said this time. I'll do awesome. that. Thanks so much, Charlie. Thanks, thanks very much, guys. Take Cheers. Sorry, sorry about all no, the No, no, no. Thanks, man. All we right. took heaps of your time. Um, all right. Thank I'll you. see you later, guys. Catch Cheers. You later. Bye.